So 2020 is very rapidly becoming a thing of our past. It's the 27th. This is not only the first Sunday after Christmas Day, but it's the last Sunday in, in this year. And so I thought it would be appropriate if we talked a little bit about the future. It's always an interesting subject, especially when you come out of a year that's been as difficult as this one has. And so I want to talk about time. Time. I think it's totally appropriate this morning as we're on the verge of a brand new year that the scripture lessons that we just heard for today have this common thread that binds them together that deals with time. Not just any time, but the right time. You might say that the lessons for today are timely because they talk about God's time. Not just time in general. God's time, perfect time, the fullness of time. The time when the time is right and the purposes and plans of God are ready to be fulfilled. So our Old Testament lesson talked about the time when God's glory is going to shine out like a light and salvation, it says, will blaze like a torch. And then the psalmist this morning spoke of the eternal nature and timeless power of God's glory and sovereign rule over his creation. And then the gospel lesson that Bobby just read this morning talks about the time, the perfect God-ordained time when Simeon, Standing there in the temple, beheld at long last the young Messiah as his mother Mary and father Joseph brought him into the temple for the first time. See, this was the time of the beginning of the ministry of Jesus to fulfill what had been purposed for him. This was the time proclaimed by the prophets. This was the time when he would begin to save his people, as Paul mentions in our epistle for this morning out of Galatians 4. Listen to what Paul writes. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, in order to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir through God. So Paul talks about the fullness of time. It's an interesting phrase, the fullness of time. It's a phrase that implies that out of all the seconds that are continuously ticking away on the clock, this is the moment that is purposed for the plan of God to unfold. This is the perfect time. This is the perfect place for this intersection of grace and mercy and love of God to cross the trajectory of our lives and intersect it. To redirect it from a path to death and destruction to a path of life and peace and the certainty of hope in Christ. 
See, the fullness of time has come. Now, what do we do with that? There are many things that we could do with a brand new year, aren't there? Right on the verge of the calendar, turning the page into 2021. Now, some of us make re uh, resolutions in the new year. Are you a, a new year resolution kind of person? Some of us make resolutions. That is, we resolve to improve something about us in the coming year. For example, I have resolved this year to not let the worldview encroach on my life or on my church. And I know in that resolution there will be challenges. But I'm secure in my faith that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I want to elevate my thinking above the chaos and the struggle of the world and focus my eyes on Jesus Christ, the resurrected Savior, Lord of Lords, King of Kings. I want, I want to look for the Christ view in all things this year. I want to know Christ more fully, and I want to make him known to others because it's a brand new start. It's a brand new year coming up. When we meet in this sanctuary again, it will be a brand new year. It's like, for me, it's like a brand new journal that you pick up at Barnes & Noble. Have you ever been to the journal section in Barnes & Noble at the mall? A journal. It's a perfect new book in which you get to write your story. And if you're standing there in the journal section at Barnes and Noble, you, there's a smell. There's an aroma because these these leather bound journals. You know the ones that have the leather straps that you wrap around them to keep them closed. Have you seen these? It's my favorite kind because. There's something about unwrapping those leather straps and opening the journal. Well, there's a sense of purpose to it. As if unwrapping those bindings, the, the content we're about to write on those fresh pages takes on meaning, significance. Much more so than if you took... A, a spiral notebook. Now, I'm not saying you can't use a spiral notebook for your journal. I'm just saying when it's wrapped in leather bindings. When you open it for the first time, you don't simply begin to write on those new pages, do you? I mean, you have to put some thought into it unless you mess up that beautiful new book. You don't simply write on those pages. No, you leaf through well, maybe it's just me. You leaf through each empty page and you imagine all the thoughts yet to come, all the ideas and experiences yet to enter your head or your experience. That's what a new year is like. A new year is like that with all the days like empty pages on which you get to write your story. And what will you write in your journal about 2021? 
Only God knows at this point. But rest assured, God does know. Now, he's going to give you the free will to make choices. And he's going to be there to pick you up when you fall. How will you fill your journal next year? So here we are on the verge of the new year and with all this talk about the fullness of time, I, I'm here to tell you this morning that as a believer in Christ, now is your time. It's your time. You might say, well, how is that, Pastor? How is this any different than last year? Wasn't that my time? See, as a believer in Christ, you are the church. You're not just in the church this morning. You're not just at church. You are the church. The church was established by Jesus in the fullness of time to bring the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to all the world so that none should perish and all would have the opportunity to be saved. So your purpose is to fulfill the mandate of Jesus Christ and to go out into the world sharing your testimony as a Christ follower, sharing the love of Christ, making disciples of him for the transformation of the world. And this is the time to be the church. Now, more than ever before, this is your time to be the church. 2021 is your year. This is the year to bring this community into the saving grace of God. This is the year that Countryside United Methodist Church becomes the intersection where the grace and mercy of God collide with the broken, fallen lives of this community. 2021, people of Countryside, is your time. Now, you might be saying, maybe some of you on the live stream might be saying, what if I haven't accepted Jesus yet? What if down in my heart, I'm still on the fence, unsure about this whole Jesus thing? What does the fullness of time have to do with me? What does the new year have for me? What if I look at the empty journal of the days ahead of me, and I have no expectation whatsoever that this year will be any better, any different, anything more for me than all of the journal entries I have made in all of the journals of my life up until this point. Hmm. If that's where you are, then I want you to hear these words from Luke that he recorded for you in the 19th chapter of the book of Acts, beginning at verse 1. He's talking to the missionary journey that's going on in the church in Ephesus. And we all know that whenever Paul speaks to a church, He's speaking 
to this church. And he writes, while Apollos was in Corinth, Paul passed through the interior regions and came to Ephesus, where he found some disciples. And he said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you became believers? And they replied, no, we've not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Then he said, into what then were you baptized? And they answered, into John's baptism. And so Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in the one who was to come after him, that is, in Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied altogether, there were about 12 of them. So Luke tells us that when Paul came to Ephesus and found seekers, people who were looking for the face of God and had not yet found it, they realized that something was not whole within them, that something was not complete in their lives. They didn't even know enough to know what it was that they were missing. And they heard about the one who was to come from John the Baptist and had even gone so far as to be baptized by John as a, as a sign of repentance from their old way of life. But they had not gone as far as accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior so that they could be fully transformed and receive the Holy Spirit of God into themselves and into their lives. In other words, they'd been told about Jesus. They decided that there was something to attending church and being part of a church, that there was something to this Christianity thing, but they had not fully committed themselves to the Lord as a full-on Christ follower. They had not gotten off the fence, as it were. They had not gotten off the fence to engage in full-on discipleship, Bible study, ministry in the community full commitment to Christ as sovereign in their lives. They were almost there, but they were missing the one key thing. Now, if that in any way sounds like where you're at, then I say to you this morning, it's about to be 2021, a new year. Your time is now. So I encourage you, commit to Christ with your whole being. Write a new story into the blank pages of your journal this year. Make this year be your year to fully engage in him. Make this be the year of the joyous collision of your life here in this intersection that we call Countryside United Methodist Church. It's an intersection with the family of God, with people who will support you, people who will pray for you, people who will lift you up when you struggle. In other words, it's an intersection with the mercy and grace of God. 
See, now is your time. We won't ever be in this moment ever again. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Following the sermon is Emmanuel, it will be on the overhead.